right, welcome back to Tiger Talk. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday night, uh, Tiger Talk edition, rather than the traditional Wednesday, but the uh, Nevada Lady Tigers were playing yesterday, and I just hadn't figured out how to be in uh, Clinton and Nevada at the same time <laughs> to do the two different programs. So at any rate, uh, I'm sure Coach Barley, you know, being a part of it, needed to be here as well. So uh, we're going. I'm glad you found us on this Thursday night, but uh, it kind of gives us a little extra day to talk about and uh, then preview what's coming up the next week for Nevada Lady Tiger basketball as uh, Lady Tigers have, uh, again, continued to, uh, you know, had some mixed results over this last week, played the very tough front neck tournament, and now right now involved in tournament play at Clinton. They're 2-0 headed to the championship game of that tournament on Saturday against the Adrian Lady Blackhawks. We're certainly going to talk a lot about that. But first of all, uh, Brett, let's go back and, of course, over the last week, talk first of all about the uh, Frontenac tournament last week, three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, you finished fourth in, in the tournament, went one and two. But, again, you've made no bones about the fact that it is a, is a tough tournament, but you have uh, you have a mission in that tournament to, to try to make your team better. I guess the results will be seen as we go down the road. But uh, how did you feel about uh, this year's effort at Frontenac? Well, I really liked our effort, uh, Mike. It was the first week we had without uh, Tegan, so we've kind of got to get used to playing without her. Um, uh, we, we wanted to try some different rotations. Uh, we got Claire Pritchett more in the rotation, but I, I really didn't use much depth. Um, and so when you play the quality of teams, uh, we had three very close games. Uh, uh, Mike, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, probably could have went either way all the games. Uh, to be honest with you, could easily maybe have won those uh, one possession or two if we'd have just you know did something a little different. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, um, when you play a tournament like that, when you don't use uh, many players, uh, it can wear on you, and it can be really tough on you. You know, most of the time throughout my career, I've been against uh, <clears throat> three day in a row tournaments for for girls. I just think that's awful hard on their body and. Um, Saturday when we were playing uh, Frontenac, I really thought uh, that was one time I have felt like we uh, were tired, our legs were uh, tired. Because, uh, you know, when we shot the ball in the second half, uh, even free throws were hitting the front of the rim. And, you know, that's a sign of that. But, again, I played a lot, uh, a few girls an awful lot of minutes. And uh, I'm really proud of them, though. Uh, they competed. We competed as hard as we could. And, uh, just didn't just didn't happen uh, down the stretch Friday or Saturday. We got five games to talk about over the last week, so we'll start with the William Christman game. Uh, we're going to kind of touch on highlights of each of these, but starting off the Friday night tournament last Thursday afternoon against the uh, William Christman Lady Bears, forty six forty four. William Christman spent a tough schedule. They really went through the ringer in that tournament, uh, having three def- difficult games. They had to play Christian Heritage on Friday, and then. Uh, and then turn around, and uh, they did one on Saturday. This opponent escapes me off the top of my head. But at uh, any rate, uh, you took them on first, 46-44. And, uh, of course, that game remembered for the, the last uh, few seconds with Paige Dahmer hitting the buzzer beater to get you a two-point victory. Well, we had, a, I believe, an eight- or ten-point lead, Mike. And, and then, you know, something kind of um, you, you know kind of shocked me a little bit. Uh, they put on a press. Um, and we turned the ball over, and it allowed them to get back into the game instead of us doing a good job taking care of the ball. Uh, with the experience that we have, I really thought, uh, uh, you know, it really hasn't been an issue the last mm-hmm. couple of years. But anyway, uh, um, that was a good team, a team that played for the championship the last two years, previous two years. And um, uh, they did a good job of tying it up. We were fortunate to get the ball back, um, had a timeout. 
told the girls let's break the press because um, I can't remember 13 seconds or something 13. like that. That Mike, uh, so let's break the press. Uh, whoever gets the ball guard wise, I need you to attack the basket um, because we were in a bonus. Um, so I didn't care which guard because when you're breaking a press, sometimes uh, any of our guards can end up with the ball, and uh, with 13 seconds, you don't have much time. So I just wanted whoever to get it to attack the basket. Um, you know, Al, in, Allison ended up getting the ball, making a, a pass towards the basket to uh, Callie, which kind of floated on Allison a little bit, which Callie made, I thought, a tremendous save. Mm-hmm. Ended up flipping the ball back to Paige, and Paige did a pump fake and just made a beautiful uh, penetration. And then uh, they kind of backed off because they didn't want to foul her. And, and, and Paige did a great job of finishing, a good follow-through on her shots. And it was basically at the buzzer where they had no more time. And it was a good victory for us. That it was. They got the two-point victory, 46-44. When Crispin getting back in the ballgame, as you mentioned, after they uh, kind of got things rolling, they got back in it, outscoring Nevada 22-13 in the final quarter of play. And that got them back in the game when uh, Nevada had a bit of commanding lead at the beginning of the quarter. We're going to talk about fourth quarters here in a little bit. That moved you into the semifinals against Providence Academy out of Rogers, Arkansas, just the day before, had come back from a 25-5 deficit to beat Christian Heritage Academy out of Dell City, Oklahoma, to get to that uh, semifinal game. And uh, this time uh, they come out in front, and uh, but you got back within two after being down seven and a half, got back within two, 37-35 at the end of the third quarter. And then uh, – Again, it came down to a late game situation, and this time you you had a chance for a lot for the opportunity to shoot, but it just didn't work out. But again, Mike, we have a <clears throat> I believe we end up getting a seven or eight point lead in the fourth quarter. That's correct. Yes, and um, we just did not take care of the basketball and do what we needed to do. We we had some again uncharacteristic turnovers, and again we're playing against good athletes also and. Uh, they end up taking the lead. We fouled their their best uh, point guard. I can't exactly remember how many seconds there was. Those games, there have been a lot of games here in a few few amount of days. Uh, but um, they they she knocks down her both free throws that gives them a one point lead. Um, we get the ball under the basket. Somehow it gets knocked out of bounds. Our ball under our own basket. I I call timeout. We call an inbounds play that. Um, to be honest with you, when Callie threw it in, we wanted her to get the ball back. And um, I guess due to the pressure the defense was applying, we just it, it just didn't happen, um, which I, th- I think um, that defense made us not think like we needed to right mm-hmm. there. So uh, we did not get the ball where it needed to go, and uh, we ended up turning it over and then had to foul, and they made both free throws. But, um, again, the goal is to get better, to try to improve. But that was one game I really felt like sl- uh, we let slip away. Juliet Morales had 23 points uh, in the ball game. The point guard you're talking about, she hit the two free throws to stretch it out to a three-point advantage. Ironically, I think there was 13 seconds again in that uh, game against Providence Academy, but this time they get the victory, and Nevada goes to the uh, uh, third-place ball game on Saturday to take on the host team, the Frontenac Lady Raiders. Uh, Frontenac, this team has really stepped up their game from the last couple of years, and a uh, pretty good basketball team. And, uh, well, they, they got it done their home court on Saturday, 63-53. Uh, again, uh, they're able to, uh, uh, as I take a look at the scores, it's pretty. you were actually up in the first quarter of play, then pretty even game through the first three quarters, uh, and, and but uh, they were able to get it done in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they and were. Even though the fatigue was setting And, in, again, I, they did a nice job. They had 10 girls um, uh had 10 girls score. They rotated. Uh, they were seemed more rested than we were. I uh, felt like the tournament was kind of set up in their favor to play three games. Um, 
we had three tough games. Um, they got a lot of people in and rested on the first night. Um, uh, but anyway, that's kind of another story. But um, uh, giving them credit, I think uh, they've really uh, done a nice job of tur- you know turning their program around, and the coach field has, and uh, they 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 just kind of out was one step ahead of us. But uh, we had a lot of good shots after watching the film again. I would just. Uh, yeah, really did some good penetrations and got in the lane and, and passed it out for shots that just hit the front of the rim. And then I, I talked earlier how our free throws even hit the front of the rim down the stretch. Yeah, I was going to say, 10 of 21 from the free throw line, there was a lot of uh, front iron action there. And, and that's, that's a sign of uh, legs getting weary. Yeah, but again, I told you, we played a few girls an awful lot of minutes. And uh, the how hard we like to play, uh, that that's not going to, um, you know, probably end up the best in, in games like that. Allison Bauer did lead the way with 21 points, got off to a great start, had uh, 11 of those 21 in the first quarter of play. Callie uh, Bishore with 18 in the contest, and uh, uh, Callie ends up being the lone representative for Nevada on the all-tournament team, which they only named five players, so uh, that's, a, that's a tough team to make. Yeah, I was – I was proud of Callie. Uh, I really think Callie's try, really trying to step up her game, step up her rebounding, and uh, she does so much for us offensively, defensively, handling the ball, setting, uh, getting our team in, in the offenses we need, defense. She gets steals. I mean, and now now we're asking her to rebound, uh, and, and and I saw a tremendous effort on her side trying to rebound and take take help take um, um, the role of what Tegan uh, you know meant to us on the inside mm-hmm. rebound. Speaking of uh, the Tegan role, Claire Pritchett, as you said, has been moved up uh, to play more varsity minutes, not kind of trying to take on that role. And uh, we have always talked about Tegan being undersized uh, height-wise. Claire is in the same boat. In fact, she's even shorter than Tegan, uh, five foot seven. But has a it seems to have a good way about her of being able to, especially since she's left-handed, to uh, be able to get the clearance she needs to get that shot off, or at least get fouled. And then she, yeah, she gets fouled, gets to the free throw line. Um, she really gave us a boost uh, in the Clinton tournament. Uh, in the first quarter, things against uh, William Crispin, we just offensively kind of in a little struggle. Put her in, and she got a three-point play, a, an old-fashioned three-point play, got some rebounds, uh, got to the free throw line, really kind of got us going a little bit, I felt like, uh, in probably each of those games. I, so I've been pleased with her minutes. She gives us a little bit of muscle that uh, we, we are needing that um, – that Tegan kind of gave us mm-hmm. uh, a physical um, presence on the inside, and um, you know, as long as she you know keeps that up, and um, um, you know, there'll be maybe some games down the stretch we won't have have her mm-hmm. since she's still wrestling, but uh, um, but I'm so proud of her and she for doing both and uh, being productive when I put her in and, and you know wanting to be in there. Yeah, she'll be wrestling in the Big A Championships on uh, on Saturday, so not available for the game on Saturday, which we'll get to in a second against Adrian. Well, you finished up uh, three games in three days at the front neck, turn right back around and uh, head to Clinton for the uh, tournament at their place, the 42nd Annual Clinton Girls Basketball Tournament. And uh, you've had good success in this tournament, uh, have been have picked up championships there and uh, come in as the number one seed and started off with Harrisonville. Winning seventy-five to twenty-eight, I was impressed when you got thirty-five nothing on East Newton. I thought I'd never see that. Lo and behold, we see thirty-six nothing in the first quarter, forty to nothing before they score. Uh, but again, it was really brought about by your team's tenacity on the defensive end. Well, our uh, Mike, our our offense, to be honest with you, this year is at its best when our defense is creating. Um, is tenacious and creating some easier shots for us. Now, when we're playing some of these better teams, 
that's not coming as easy for us. And so we are going to – that's where you have to go full speed on your offense. You have to uh, make violent cuts to get open. You have to set tremendous screens. And that's something that I saw us needing to improve on in the Frontenac tournament, which that's why I have felt over the years the Frontenac tournament has been good to help improve your team and see what areas you need to work on. So – um, it was a great start. It really was from, you know, just coming off of two losses in the Frontenac tournament. I was um, like they were playing angry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, our girls also have, have built a pretty good rivalry with Harrisonville, and, and we like to play Harrisonville. We like to beat Harrisonville. So um, they came out in a box and one. Allison hits a three. Then they, they immediately call timeout. They go into a triangle and two. Ty ends up hitting two threes hitting three or four in the first quarter, I think. And so it was good to see her shoot that way. Uh, it was good to see us create some things defensively and just, uh, I thought, got a lot of subs in. I, uh, Bailey mm-hmm. and uh, Maddie, Maddie Majors got her first varsity points. Uh, Bailey also, I thought, did a good job. And, of course, Claire did a good job also. I had six trays for you in the first quarter. And, you know, and again, just uh, numerous steals out of the full court pressure and uh, rack up 36 points in the first quarter. 53-12 by the end of the half, and then uh, pretty much by then you were obviously working in your entire bench uh, to finish off the game. But Kelly Bishore and Tyler and, uh, Tyler and Hethman led the way with 18. Paige uh, Dahmer and Claire Pridgett each had 10. Four players and double figures for Nevada in that in that contest. Moved into the uh, semifinal game, which was the reason why we're doing the game on the Tiger Talk program on Thursday. Played yesterday afternoon on Wednesday against Warrensburg, 57-50. Uh, who is equipped with uh, Sadie Meisner, who, uh, again, continues to show her ability to play basketball at 19 yesterday and just kind of a thorn in the side uh, of Nevada yesterday. But you still pick up the seven-point victory, although, again, down the stretch, it didn't come easy. Yeah, we just – down the stretch with a lead, you've got to become tougher. You've got to want the ball in your hands. You can't give up layups. Um, and then you knock your free throws down and get to the free throw line or shoot layups. And um, I, I, I saw a little nervousness with the ball handling, not wanting the ball in our hands. So that's just something we got to work on. I, I think that's a confidence thing. Uh, we did a lot of good things at times, and then we had a lot of silly, silly uh, fouls, silly mistakes. Um, I know we didn't have school, uh, kind of played tired, uh, sluggish. Uh, I just we just I didn't feel like we were our lady playing Lady Tiger basketball. Um, glad to come out of it uh, with a victory. Um, you know, Mike. Whenever this seniors were freshmen, we would play as hard as we could sometimes and play as 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 well as we could, and we would still lose. Um, and then I've over the years we've had really good teams sometimes that play haven't played real good and maybe bad and then it still wins so uh, that's a sign of a good team uh we had um i think four people almost in double figures i think uh, if i remember right yeah we had, uh, 15 10 10 or 9 yeah uh, i think uh page ended up with nine almost was a fourth double uh figure score but um Warrensburg did a good job they just kept battling and kept fighting and uh, we had a 10 11 point lead and and, and that's where you just take care of that ball and get to the free throw line but we had three or four turnovers right there where they converted and um 
just I'm glad to get out of the, the <laughs> there with a 57-50 win. Uh, but again, we've got to uh, we've got to uh, you know this is our seniors' last hurrah. You know the last month and a half. This is this is our juniors' uh, last time to play with the seniors. So I mean. Uh, there's no time for wanting it to, to be over. I mean, you, 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 we've still got goals ahead of us. You still gotta, um, you know, play as a team and uh, have good teamwork. And our defense, though, probably was what disappointed me the most because uh, the, the Meisner did get to the basket quite, a, quite often without us getting foot to foot and doing a lot of reaching. So, you know, we're just gonna kind of. You know, throw that and out the door. Glad we won and didn't got two days of practice before a tough Adrian team. B Shore 15, uh, Lindley Ferry 10, Allison Bauer with 10. In that game, Allison fighting foul trouble much of the night, but still managed 10 points in the ballgame, as we mentioned. Paige Dahmer with 9. Before we move ahead to the Adrian game, we've seen over the last week with the Friday night tournament and, uh, and this one, we've seen, let's see what, uh, four late game situations. And uh, and even in the game that you got the win, had a had a eleven point lead against William Christman. Are you you might have already partly answered this, but we've seen Nevada struggle in those late game situations over the last week. Are you seeing a common denominator uh, as to what might bring might be bringing that on? Well, I I, I really think it's confidence, Mike. You got to want the ball in your hands, and then you got to know when to attack and when not to attack, uh, especially if a good defender's on you. So. Um, I think it's uh, needing a little gym time just to give, help me get the girls a little confidence and get them doing the right things. Uh, um, you know, we, run a, we do run a stall offense, but they were double teaming last night. And, Mike, when your man goes and double team, you immediately got to come back to the ball. <clears throat> and if you, if you re-watch the film, we were not recognizing that when our man was leaving to get double teamed. So that's just not being aware of, of some situations. So – um, I think sometimes you've got to slow down against the zone press. Um, and then uh, and that's where we got in a big – kind of made some mistakes. All we have to do – we have such good ball handlers and good passers. We just take our time. We'll be able to break that press easy in, in, with the lead. Beta now 14-3 and three out of the win last night. New rankings came out. They are still in the top ten, ranked number eight in the NBCA Class 4 girls top ten poll. And uh, some of the usual cast of characters are still in that top ten as well. You alluded to it earlier. Got a tough game coming up now on Saturday against the Adrian Lady Blackhawks. Adrian 16-1 and one on the year. Won their semifinal game against Clinton last night, 64-45. Adrian season, they lost their opener to Eldorado Springs, a very good Eldorado Springs team, which we're going to be talking about here in a couple of weeks, 66-63. They've won 16 straight games since then, and uh, there's no doubt about it. It all starts with, uh, with Jenna Shipley. 38 points last night uh, for Adrian. And, uh, uh, again, here's another player. We talked about Sadie Meisner. It seems like she's been there forever. Here's another one, <laughs> Jenna Shipley. It uh, seems like she's made a career being out of at, at Adrian. But what a phenomenal basketball player you're going to see on Saturday. Yeah, she is a really good player. they got a really good team, too, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. They, it's a team that's also beat Frontenac um, yes. before Christmas sometime. And, um, um, you know, she, she did have 38 points last night. We played Adrian last year in the semifinals, Mike. So yep. we've we've faced them before. Uh, most of the girls back, not all of them. Um, very, when I watch them on film today, they're very, very quick, very in, up in your face. Uh, we'll play full court man defense. Um, 
But uh, what impressed me the most was how they attacked the offensive boards, uh, especially the Shipley girl. I mean, if she's shooting, she's following her shot. If she's not shooting, she's crashing the boards. I mean, that that probably the number one thing that we have to do is be a block out and keep our person blocked out because they they crash the boards hard. They set a lot of picks. We've got to be able to communicate really well picks uh, with the Shipley girl. Well, and – when you talk about her, is it uh, is it dribble drive? Is it outside shooting or a mix of the two? It's a mixture of two. She does real well getting to the free throw line. I think she shot uh, 14 free throws last night, Mike. So, uh, And that's probably what she's averaging. So she, she likes – I mean, they got the ball in her hand. She's looking to penetrate. She can pull up for a three. But her, her main goal is penetration, uh, trying to get fouled. Uh, she was even posting up some last night in the second quarter. Um, when they had four girls out just trying to get her the ball inside. So it's going to take a team effort for sure. I'm sure they've seen a lot of junk defenses along the way, and uh, and uh, you may be no different uh, on Saturday. Uh, but uh, you've got some pretty good defenders on your squad as well that can hopefully try to keep her contained. Yeah, we do. You know, Ty, Ty and Callie usually can shut down and, and guard, you know, the – best players on the other teams and um you know hopefully we can continue to do that but but the big thing is it's going to take uh, some help it's going to take us rebounding physically and t- uh, taking care of the ball on their press expect both teams to come out and press i don't know mike uh, but it, it seems like um you know when we lost tegan a little bit it seems like our press can is not um when i start rotating it just it, the press just hasn't been working out the way I, I i like for it too so you probably don't see us pressing as much throughout the rest of the year well when uh, you know adrian's sitting over there we we're talking about before going on air here's an adrian team that's 16 and 1 somehow is not ranked in class 2 girls basketball with that with that record you know they're looking at playing a Nevada team that is ranked in the top 10 setting 14 and 3 and i'm sure they're looking for a big feather in their cap yeah, I mean, I'm pretty shocked they're not ranked also. Uh, usually those um, Wemo Conference uh, schools, especially up north, though, they get recognized by the Kansas City uh, people quite often. And But, uh, again, it should be a good game, should be a good basketball game. But uh, we're going to have to kind of get refocused and, and play our type of game for us to be successful. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of looking at that where if I'm sitting on their side, I'm thinking this we have nothing to lose here. And uh, let's just go get it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we don't either. We don't yeah. have anything to lose. We're just going to come out, relax, and play our game. Should be a well of a girls' championship game coming up on uh, Saturday. The two teams we expected to be there are going to be there. And uh, that will be Nevada against Adrian. Again, it's a 2 o'clock game at Clinton High School coming up on Saturday. And uh, we'll have the coverage for you on the FM side as well as uh, NevadaMoTV.com and the audio stream, of course, uh, beginning at uh, roughly 1.45 on Saturday afternoon. There will be four games there that day. There's also a boys tournament going on, which, of course, Nevada's not playing yet. So you're going to get by. <coughs> Pardon me, you're going to get through the Clinton tournament, and then you, you should finally get a chance to breathe a little bit <laughs> with the first half of the week off next week. You don't play again until the, the 7th on uh, court-warming night uh, against Cassville. So uh, based off some of the things you've already said, Sounds like you're looking forward to getting several days in a row in the gym next week. Yeah, I'm glad to have today and tomorrow on the in the on the gym. And then get the team back next week. I have team pictures, individual pictures on Monday. C team has a game, home game, Monday night. Uh, then we'll get practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to get ready for conference. Well, and speaking of the C team, they're playing tonight. 
up at Adrian. If you want to make that little short trip up there to, uh, uh, well, actually, they're going to be starting in a few minutes from what we're, where we're uh, this program is airing. Uh, but uh, you know, they've had kind of <laughs> play a, an exotic kind of schedule just to get games in. It's tough. Uh, you have a C team, but a lot of programs don't, and, uh, and you got to find games wherever you can. Yeah, I've been really proud of Coach Dotson. She uh, kind of went out on her own to try to find some games because we want our girl, young girls to play, and um, and, and because they're talented and uh, they need to, uh, our girls need to play. And Coach Dotson found them, got them some games, scheduled some games, and um, uh, they're fun to watch. Yeah, and your JV's been sitting idle for a couple of weeks, so I'm sure they're ready to get back into action here at some point too. Yeah, they are too. <laughs> All, right. All right, so we look forward to the matchup on Saturday. And then we'll come back and talk about that and then preview uh, the courtrooming game against uh, Cassville uh, next week as uh, you're finally going to get back into conference play. And, uh, in fact, you only have two conference games left to play, so I'm sure you're looking forward to trying to get that wrapped up. We really are and get back in conference race. All right, wish you the best of luck on Saturday. I will see you there. Fortunately, I think we're both getting better health-wise, so I'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday afternoon. Thanks a lot, Mike. Lady Tiger Red basketball coach Brent Bartlett, when we come back, I'll talk boys basketball. Head coach Sean Gray, of course, they're coming off their championship at the Frontenac Invitational, so we've got plenty to talk about with Coach Gray, who, by the way, is one win away from number 100 in his career, although he hates when I talk about it. We'll come back and talk about it with him, though, after this timeout on Tiger Talk. <laughs> 